You are listening to episode number 52 of Wife, Teacher, Mommy, the podcast. How to own your teacher wins and to set intentional teacher goals. Do you find yourself beating yourself up as a teacher or in other areas of your life? While it may feel like this is helping you, like it's a reminder of, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. I need to beat myself up about it. The truth is that this is not helping you reach your goals, my friend. Let's take a look at that and how we can flip the script to look at all of your wins on today's episode. here listening to Wife, Teacher, Mommy, the podcast today. I'm your host, Kelsey Sorensen, a former elementary teacher turned homeschool mom. Whether you are a teacher or a homeschool parent, my goal at Wife, Teacher, Mommy is to provide you with both teaching ideas and mindset tools to help you live your absolute best teacher life. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. Now let's go. Okay, so from that little teaser, can you tell I'm a little bit excited and passionate about talking about this topic of owning your wins, setting teacher goals, and learning and growing all along our teacher journeys, our homeschooling journeys, our parenting journeys, our whatever journeys you're on in your life. I know we all wear more than one hat than just teacher. We all have come so far and we yet we don't like to recognize that. And this isn't the first time I've talked about this topic either. So you're getting a well-seasoned presentation of this content on the podcast today. So I'm really excited about it. I think this is like my third time doing a presentation about it live. Well, I guess it's not live. I'm <laughs> like recording it for you. But this content was also our top voted session at Educate and Rejuvenate summer 2022. And I don't say that to brag at all because it's not me. That's not why it was such a great session, but it's the concepts behind it that are so powerful. And I didn't create the way the world works. I didn't make up these concepts. It's just discoveries I've made along my way and the mentors I've invested in and everything. If Even if you attended the event, I want to let you know, if you're thinking, I already heard all this educate and rejuvenate Kelsey I don't need to listen to this episode stop stop it right now (laughs) don't do that you need to listen to this episode one because we all need reminders of it all the time myself included earlier today I was feeling down on myself about something that wasn't going the way I wanted and I wasn't hitting a goal on a certain thing and I'm just like I actually sent a Voxer which is kind of like a walkie-talkie app message to a coach that I'm working with and I'm like I'm so frustrated this isn't going how I want it to or whatever and she was like you know she kind of sympathized with me but like you know also it's pretty like you know normal and everything these things happen and also then i was like you know what i'm going to start looking at my wins like luckily i've done this work and i was able to kind of turn that around and know that that's what i needed to do i just kind of had to have my pity party moment but then i you know was like okay but look at all the things i've done great and she was like great kelsey you've made great progress now i want you to go open a document and write as many as you can and i was like well okay so i'm going to take that challenge so i opened a google doc and quickly came up with 30 different things in my business and otherwise that are huge wins for the year. And 
it really just changes your perspective. Like then I was so much more ready to record this podcast because actually naturally is what it was about. So it's a really great way to flip your mindset is just by looking at your wins. It's so, so powerful. If even I need that reminder once in a while, and I've been presenting this content, we all do, right? We're all humans. We all have brains and we all feel frustrated about where we want to be versus where we are. Um, so we need this reminder <laughs> every, probably every day, honestly, but often. So this is important content to review. So be sure you're listening today. And also today I've added even more depth and ideas to this since that session, because I've been diving even deeper into my own, um, self-improvement journey. I've been reading more books, started my life coaching certification. Plus I talk a bit more about next steps. So not just owning your wins, but how you take that energy that you're already in to set goals towards the future from a good intentional, clean place where you're not judging yourself for where you are, but you're just like, okay, I'm already awesome. Now, how can I take that a step further? So we're going to talk about that. So that is also kind of an intro of what I'll be talking about at winter break. Educate and Rejuvenate 2022. I'm going to be doing a little review about this owning your wins. Um, what I'm talking about in the podcast today will be longer because with this event, um, people will likely have already watched that session or listened to this episode. So we'll do a little bit of a review and conversation about owning our wins, but then we'll dive even deeper into goal setting and how you can do it for yourself. And even a little bit about how you can help your um, students or the children you teach do it as well. So I promise this is worth a listen, even if you already watched that session. Now let's dive into the nitty gritty of this content. So I always want to start out with telling you why this is super important, even beyond what I already said. Um, But like I said, it's something we generally don't do very well. We're really good at finding our faults. We're not very good at finding our wins. So it's very important that we are intentional about that. Another reason that I haven't mentioned yet is that you're here, you're li- you've made it about five minutes into this podcast, which means you're probably somebody who likes to listen and generate ideas, attend events, get all kinds of ideas on how you can improve, which is amazing, right? We, we're teachers, we're lifelong learners, we always want to improve, but we want to come in it with the right perspective on what success looks like for you. Because if you come in and you're like, oh man, I'm not doing everything that I'm learning in these podcasts or on these events or anything, you're going to feel pretty bad about yourself. And that's not how I would ideally like you to feel, right? Or how you would like to feel. So we're going to take a look at that and see like what perspective we can come into this with a clean place where we have intentional goals, but we are looking at our wins beforehand. The last point is it's the new year and a lot of us are setting goals. So I want to help you start those teacher goals on the right foot. Now, I also want to mention that I don't think the new year is the only time we can set a goal. So we can do it anytime we want. But I know a lot of us naturally, January 1st is just kind of pops up like, oh, what are my new year's resolutions? What are my goals for this year? So I want to help you start those out right. So now let's dive in. And first, I want to tell you, talk a little bit about human nature and how we tend to think as people. Now, I know I can't see you um, because this is a podcast. You're going to be listening to this a bit after I record it. But if you're driving or doing dishes or you're going on a run, even just think about it mentally and mentally raise your hand for me if you've ever thought something like any one of these statements. So I wish I was more fill in the blank. I should have done fill in the blank. I shouldn't have done fill in the blank. Why does insert person's name do insert things so much better, more easily, et cetera, than me? I dropped the ball again. I can't do it. It's too hard. I think every single one of us would have our hands up. If you're not, then honestly, you're probably lying, right? We all do this. 
Truth of the matter is our thoughts greatly impact our lives. They are the catalyst that drive our feelings, which we then use to create action that create the results we are seeing in our lives. And if we can bring awareness of our thoughts and how they're impacting us, that is the key because so many of our thoughts are unintentional. We don't realize they're happening. Our brain just offers it to us and we just run with it. Where if we can notice it, or even if you just notice how you're feeling and then can be like, wait, what was I thinking to get this feeling? And then figure it out from there. That is the key. Now, this is kind of like the model that I've talked about that was created by Brooke Castillo, who is my current teacher in the life coach school, been a lot of fun. And the model is basically saying that everything in life fits into one of these five things, everything. So it's either a circumstance, a thought, a feeling, an action, or a result. So a circumstance is neutral, completely neutral. It could be proven in a court of law. Like all the jurors, any super, any reasonable person would agree on this. Okay. The next part is the thought. So the thought is what we think about the neutral circumstance. And a lot of times we think that these thoughts are circumstances, but they aren't. They are our thoughts. Okay. And then we have a thought that creates the feelings, which is the vibration in our body. Our feelings drive our actions, which is what we do or we don't do that give us the result that we see in our lives. Now, we're not diving deep into the model today because I've got so much to go through, but I will share a link to where you can learn more about it. Also, if you read the book Self-Coaching 101 by Brooke Castillo, it goes over this and how you can use it in your own life. I will link to that book in our Amazon list in the show notes. Um, I'm going to keep track of all the books that I mentioned on the podcast so you can find them. I love talking about books, as you know, if you've been listening for a while or if not, just expect that. <laughs> we also help our Wife Teacher Mommy Club members with it too. So if you're a member, be sure to come to our next call or listen to previous ones on the private podcast or in your member dashboard. We also have some awesome intro videos that go over this concept too. And now that I'm in coach training with Brooke, which I'm loving and I'm excited to use this training to help help you even more as you're listening on the podcast and dive even deeper into it with our members. We talked a lot about how these thoughts and sometimes these thoughts feel like they're actually helping us when they aren't. So let's take losing weight as an example. So I know this isn't a teacher thing specifically. It's a very human example though. Like I think all of us can either relate to it or we know somebody who has, or we've seen about it on TV or whatnot. Um, it's something that everybody knows about at least. So let's say that somebody is thinking the thought I'm so fat or I hate my body. And you think that by telling yourself these thoughts that it's going to motivate you because you're like, oh, I'm fat or I hate my body. I need to do something about it. So you might keep that thought. You might hold it close. You might treasure it. Be like, no, I cannot let go of this thought. Otherwise, how am I going to lose weight? How am I even going to do this if I can love my body the way it is? You know. But when you think that thought, what do you feel? What do most people feel when they think that? They feel bad, right? And what do we do when we feel bad? Maybe for a very short time, it'll motivate you and get you to the gym or to skip meals, not super healthy long-term, but long-term is it serving you? Because you might also feel bad and binge eat because you feel bad or like order a whole box of crumble cookies to share with your family. But then you know that you have to have a taste of all of them, right? Anyone done that or just me? That's what a lot of us do It's literally self-sabotage. So in this example, what if you could just love your body and yourself the way it is? This is the same with nearly everything else too. So let's look at something more teacher related, like a lesson or observation that didn't go well. 
Okay, I'll share a personal example here. So one of my observations when I was student teaching was literally my worst one. I mean, obviously that's the thought, but also subjectively, it's the one that was ranked very much lower too. (laughs) So while I was getting ready for this observation, I was thinking about how I had to do everything right. I better not mess up. And I felt like these were super important thoughts because I did not want to mess up. I'm like, so I kept reminding myself, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't do anything wrong. I got to do everything right, you know? However, guess what happened when I kept thinking, I better not mess up. The result tied right back to the thought I was having, which often happens in the model. And I totally blew that observation. I messed up when I was thinking, you better not mess up, right? So in order to pass my student teaching, I had to redo that observation. And it was humiliating as an A student perfectionist when I had other friends who were teaching in the building who weren't in that situation. So the, clearly the thought I better not mess up while it felt super important to me at the time, it was definitely not serving me because it totally made me freeze up. But at the time I was definitely not looking at my wins and I couldn't see that I was literally creating situations like this for myself with the way I was thinking. So let's look at that a little bit from the journey of 21 year old Kelsey and then to there now, 10 years later at 31, I'm definitely not perfect at this, but I'm learning to get better at owning my wins and I want to teach you to do the same thing. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my journey here. And you might've heard that some of this before, so I'm going to keep it short, but I've always kind of struggled with anxiety, kind of like chronically. I mean, like everybody, I even like would take it as a badge of honor when like my mom or my aunt, so whoever big, oh, she's just a warrior. Like it was almost like a label I put on myself. By the time I had my third child of in October of 2019, it was the scariest time of my life because I had major, major postpartum anxiety on top of my usual anxiety. And I tell the full story on an earlier episode of the podcast where I talk about why my panic attack was the best thing that ever happened to me. And one that was not my only panic attack. I should have prefaced that. I definitely had others, but this was like the major one that landed me in the ER. I'm not going to share that whole story today, but if you want to hear it, add episode 42 to your list to listen to soon. I tell the whole story there, but my crazy anxiety led me a few months later to finding coaching and hiring my first one-on-one coach to work with. Her name is Lizzie Langston. You can hear my interview with her on episode 43 of the podcast, but she started every one of our sessions by asking me what my wins were. And to be honest, the first while I worked with her for like a year and a half, and it was probably several months that I was kind of like, you know what? I'm paying pretty good money for this time. And I don't really want to spend any of that just looking at my wins. I want to get into my problems and how to solve them, <laughs> which now I just laugh at that because eventually I realized the importance of this part of the calls and how it really helped me frame my mindset. It really makes such a difference if you can flip that script and embrace looking at your wins. And like I mentioned, I was resistant to this. So if you're not feeling resistance, you're already ahead of where I was a few years ago. If you're like, oh yeah, I should probably start doing that you are on the right path. You're doing great. Now in my self-coaching journey, I found a book and a concept that has also really helped me dive into owning my wins more. And I want to teach it to you today. It is called The Gap and The Gain. And it is based on a book by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I will link to that book in the show notes on that same Amazon list if you're interested in the whole book. It's a really good book. A lot of the book is about business, but really the concept is a life skill. It's so simple, yet the concept completely blew my mind. So let's talk about each one. So basically the concept is that you're either living in the gap or you're living in the gain. So either way, let's imagine this is a podcast. So I can't show you there are like some awesome visuals of this out there, but I'm not able to show you. I might link to some of them in the show notes where you can find them, but let's imagine you are right here in the middle of this like line. And then there's you where you were 
to the left, and then there's where you want to be on the right. Now, if you're living in the gap, you're comparing yourself where you are now to where you want to be. So that is the gap. You're looking at this gap between where you are and where you want to be. Now, if you're looking at the gain, you're looking at yourself compared to where you were, and you're looking at, oh, wow, this is how far I've come. You're in the same spot either way, but it's just the perspective you're looking at it at. Now, there are some really great diagrams. There's one that was created for the book by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I will link to that in the show notes. There's also another one from a blogger who did a really nice variation of it too. So if you're a visual learner, definitely check those out. I'll link directly to the sources of those images to give credit where it's due. Those are helpful images to kind of visualize this a bit more if you're like, oh wait, I kind of want to see this if you're a visual learner. Now, if you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you're either a teacher or perhaps a homeschool parent. So I want to give an example of this to you that likely applies to you. So think about it. Right now, you are a teacher or a homeschool parent. So you are literally where you wanted to be at one point, right? So you wanted to be a teacher, you wanted to be a homeschool parent, and look at you. You made it. You did it. Like you're there. There isn't over here in the horizon. There is right here and now you've made it. So at one point you decided you want to do that. You were at that goalpost. Now that goalpost in your mind probably keeps moving. So you don't even realize that you hit a goalpost because right before you even meet the goalpost, you've just moved it to another place. But what I want you to do is to realize when you hit that goalpost and celebrate it. Think about the gain, not just the gap, and then continue to gain momentum from there. So the gap and the gain gives you this concrete tool and a question that you can ask yourself. So as I'm learning in my coach training right now, questions are powerful both positive and negatively, because you might realize we're asking questions to ourselves all the time. You might be like, what if this happens? What if that happens? Like terrible things. What if I lose my teaching contract? Or what if my kid doesn't get this concept or whatever? That's why we can ruminate in anxiety over these because our brains, they don't like to leave a question unanswered. But when we think questions like that, it's really hard to let it go because we can't let it stop. It's doing its job of, you know, trying to find the answer to that question, whether or not there actually is one. But if we ask ourselves the right questions, it can serve us. If we ask better questions, we get better answers and better results. So the one I love to ask yourself in a moment when maybe you're judging yourself, ask yourself, am I in the gap or am I in the game? It's a clear concept and generally easy to identify what you are in. And that will give you awareness that you can use to course correct if you'd like, or simply just be aware of what the thoughts you're having and they're doing. Because that awareness is key. Because even if you don't make any changes, just taking that ownership is so powerful. Okay, so next let's talk about tracking our wins and our progress. So one thing that you can do, and this is kind of my modified version of what Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy teach in The Gap and the Gain, is keeping track of your wins. And what you can do is grab a journal or something. I got a cute one with like a motivational saying. And then each day you can pick three wins that you know you can hit the next day. Like you're, you're like, there's no way, like unless they get like super sick and I have to stay in bed all day, there's no way I'm not going to be able to do this, right? Only three. That's why we're limiting it to three. Because if you're like, oh, well, there's way more than three things I need to do. That doesn't mean you can only do those three things, but we're picking the three top ones that you absolutely are going to get done. Then every night you get to write in your notebook that you, in fact, did those three things. Hooray, you're celebrating your wins. And then if there were even more, you get to write them all down. So then instead of feeling like, oh, I didn't check off my to-do list of 10 things, you can feel like, oh my goodness, I did all three of the top things on my to-do list. And I did this and I did that. Wow. Amazing. Right? So then you feel great about it. 
when either way is the exact same thing. It's all about the perspective and having that momentum. Then once you kind of check off what you did for that day, you repeat and pick the three wins for the next day. And then the momentum keeps going and going. It helps you notice each day. And it's a great way to measure too. So you can look back at the game. So if you can look back, if you do this for a few months, then you can look back like on a few months before and be like, where was I at towards whatever goal you're working on? And then look now and be like, wow, it's a good way to see you. So you can see that game. It helps you be intentional and prioritize too. So you can be like, okay, what are really the top things I need to do? What is the most important thing to get done in order to be the best teacher I can be, but also, you know, be able to be home for my kids or whatever. The most intentional things that you can do. And then sometimes you just need to leave the rest, you know? Um, Okay. So let's talk about another method that you can use to track your wins. Another one is by using a spreadsheet. And this works well if you are tracking something numerically, such as weight loss or saving money, paying off student loans, writing a book, et cetera. Um, So you can keep a spreadsheet and choose a time increment for tracking so you can see how much progress you're making. So whether it's like you track each week, you track each day, you track each month, and then you can see those numbers and see your gain along the way. Okay, another idea is using an app to track progress. So there are some apps. There's one called the Streaks that I've used. It's a habit tracker. That one's really great. Um, There's one called Habitica Thought Diary, which is a cognitive behavioral therapy app. I've not used this, but I just saw an ad for it and downloaded it. It looks super helpful as a self-coaching tool. Okay, now that we start tracking our wins, we want to celebrate them too. So take some time every day or at least once a week to intentionally look at those wins, which you're already doing if you do that notebook thing I was talking about, and then celebrate them. It doesn't have to be a big thing, but it certainly can if you reach a goal that you've been working on for a while. But it can be as simple as telling a friend, a partner, a spouse, a colleague about your wins, just telling someone about it. And if you need somewhere to do this, just post in our Facebook group, Wife Teacher Mommies Unite, or the club group if you're in the club. We will celebrate with you. I'm always happy to celebrate your wins. So come tell me. I will celebrate with you. Okay, once we track our wins, we celebrate them. We want to also make sure that we are practicing gratitude too. And I would really recommend the book, Anything by Brene Brown. She's incredible. But the one I'm talking about now is called Atlas of the Heart. And I'm going to add this book to the show notes as well. Like I mentioned, I'm just name dropping books all the time. But I want to share a quote that she shared in this book about gratitude. Okay, so this is a quote from Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. So these are her words. So quote, research on emotions shows that positive emotions wear off quickly. Our emotional systems like newness. They like novelty. They like change. We adapt to positive life circumstances so that before too long, the new car, the new spouse, the new house, they don't feel so new and exciting anymore. But gratitude makes us appreciate the value of something. And when we appreciate the value of something, we extract more benefits from it. We're less likely to take it for granted. In effect, I think gratitude allows us to participate more in life. We notice the positives more, and that magnifies the pleasures you get from life. Instead of adapting to goodness, we celebrate goodness. We spend so much time watching things, movies, computer screens, sports, but with gratitude, we become greater participants in our lives as opposed to spectators. And I just love that thought. Like, Just think about, am I a participant in my life or am I a spectator and why? That's a good question to ponder right there. Like I mentioned, like asking the right questions to get some great answers. Love to think about that. And I I love where she talks about where we can just adapt to goodness. That's kind of like the moving goalpost we talked about. Instead, we celebrate it. We 
have gratitude and it's not just an attitude of gratitude. It is a practice of gratitude. It is intentional. We're taking time to be grateful for the progress we've made for the things in our lives that are wonderful. According to Brene, also in the book, an attitude is a way of thinking, which is good. Like we want to be thinking positively, but if you take it a step further as a practice is a way of doing, trying, failing, and trying again. So taking time to write, do, or say, I am grateful for fill in the blank. So that's just a good thing to think about is gratitude. And if you want to hear more about gratitude and even teaching it to your students, be sure to check out episode number 36 on the podcast, which was cultivating gratitude with kids featuring Elle Rowley, author of Agnes and the Sheep. That was an awesome interview. So be sure to check that one out too. Okay. So now that we've talked about why we should own our wins, kind of the backstory behind it. We talked about how to own your wins, how to track them, how to practice gratitude, not just have an attitude of gratitude, but really practice it in our lives and celebrate. Let's talk about how we can set goals. Okay. This is a fun one. And we're going to set teacher goals and honestly, just life goals, because this applies to any goal in your life. So we only want to set goals when we can be in this healthy place of already being in the game. We are already great and whole and worthy just as we are. We don't need to change a thing. You don't need to change anything about you. You are amazing just how you are, okay? So if we're doing it from an unhealthy place or thoughts of scarcity, like my, like my observation when I said I didn't want to mess up, you're doing it out of fear, it's not going to work out very well for you. So just make sure you are coming at your teacher goals from that clean place of, wow, I'm amazing. How can I be even more amazing, right? But if we wanted to, what could we achieve if we want to achieve more? What if it could be fun to see what we're capable of? Because you, my friend, you're capable of so much. So the way I like to think of this is the concept of future self. So future self, so like yourself in the future. So there's our past self. And I don't know about you, but if I think of myself 10 years ago, there were a lot of things different about me then than now. So like we actually change. We kind of become different people throughout our lives. So think about your past self as kind of a whole different person. Then there's our current self, which is where we are at right now. Both our past self and our current self are amazing, wonderful, incredible people. Then there's also our future self, which is our self in the future. So if you could ask yourself now, what wisdom do you think your future self has for you? What do you need to do now to get to where your future self is? And that is where setting goals comes in. So there are two types of goals. And honestly, you probably know these two types of goals already, but we're going to just talk about them a little bit in this context. So there are short-term goals and long-term goals, and these can be linked together. So in the like weight loss example, a short-term goal, which is kind of like a momentum goal, actually, like for this one, um, would be losing one to two pounds a week. It's something that builds momentum. But if you have a goal to lose 70 pounds, that is a big goal. It won't happen overnight. It won't happen in one to two weeks. Um, but it's a good way to kind of see the difference between the two, but also how a short-term goal of losing one to two pounds a week can help you hit that long-term goal of 70 pounds. One way I like to look at my goals personally is visually. So I'm going to name a few ways that, that you can kind of set your goals, visualize them and everything or other ways too, depending on your learning style. So I really like having a vision board for goal setting and it also helps with tracking progress. So I'll explain that too. So a vision board of the goals you want to accomplish is basically just like having, it can be a cardboard 
with some tinfoil on it. That's what mine was at first. And then my husband saw that on the wall and he, he was not the biggest fan of like this like piece of cardboard that I'd put tinfoil on to put on the wall. He was like, okay, babe. So he went and he actually got me this really nice cork board and put a, a frame around it that he built because he's so handy. And he even put you are loved on it, which isn't that adorable. He's amazing. It can be super simple. Like I said, it could even be just like a piece of paper or you can make a digital one, but just somewhere where you can see it and get pictures of what your goals are, what you want to visualize. So if your goal is to maybe you're currently working as a teacher, but you want to be an administrator one day, like put up a picture of like what you would envision yourself as an administrator or whatever goals that you have, put it on there. If there's like a certification you want to get, like an additional one, like mock up that certification with your name on it so you can visualize it. I've done this for many goals because then when you can visualize it, you can actually see it, then your brain gets to work on how to make that happen. So while your vision board is looking at the future, so it's helping you make those goals, but you can also use it as a way where you can physically measure the things you accomplish. So the amazing thing is that when you put things up on a vision board and you're looking at them and eventually it happens, then you take them down and you can put them in a book of like, these were all the things that were on my vision board that I now made happen. So then you can kind of visualize all your wins in this book that you are tracking all the things you're accomplishing. So that is a really awesome, magical way to do it, in my opinion. And I actually, my vision board, we took it down a little bit ago because we were doing some remodeling. I really want to get it back up. I ended up accomplishing most of the things on there by the time we took it down. So it reminded me how far I'd come and I have those accomplished things in a binder still. And in my head, I have like all the things I'm going to put back up. I actually told my husband the other day as I was preparing for this. I'm like, okay, I'm getting this back up like before <laughs> the event. So it's up. I'm recording this in advance. So it'll definitely be up before then. But not everybody works the same though. So you might be like, oh, that's not my thing. There are so many ways to set goals, drive progress and feel good about them. So you need to find what works for you and track progress in a way where you can see how far you come. So whether it's a notebook, app, spreadsheet, vision board, binder system, or something else that works for you. I'm still working on my outline as I'm recording this. My outline to this episode before I started my outline for the event, but we're going to dive into goal setting and how to make it work for you. So giving more intentional different ways we can do that during my session at Winter Break Educate and Rejuvenate on December 29th. So I really would love for you to join us. That would be so fun. Okay, so that was a lot to take in in this episode, right? So feel free to save this episode on how you can own your teacher wins, how you can track them, how you can have a practice of gratitude in your life and celebrate your wins and set big goals in the future. That was so much to take in, but you've got this. So let's go over some key takeaways that we went over in this episode. So first is that our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings drive our actions and our actions create the results in our lives. So if we can identify our thoughts and take ownership of what we're creating in our lives, it gives us so much power. The second thing is the concept of the gap in the game. So looking at how far you've come. So then versus now, instead of now compared to where you want to be, remember you are now where you once hoped to be. You're already there. Okay. And then we looked next, we looked at methods to look at the game. So one is writing three wins each day and then checking them off celebrating the process because it's a journey and not a destination. Next, we talked about gratitude for where we are now. So filling in that blank, I am grateful for fill in the blank, super intentional, 
Okay. We want to look around you and just remember that this life is a magical, beautiful, amazing things. We are creating amazing things in the world. So are all the people we're surrounded with and it's just wonderful. Okay. And then from that space, that is where we want to set our goals. So think about your future self. Remember the concept of past self, present self, future self. Over time, we really change into kind of different people. So thinking about what your future self would tell yourself and what could be possible and how much you're capable of. You can set specific goals from a place of love for yourself and positive momentum. And that is what is going to make all the difference for you. And I can't wait to hear about it. Like, please, please send an email or a DM at Wife Teacher Mommy. Let me know how it's going for you. If you listen to this episode and you put any of it, even just one tiny piece, remember, we're not beating ourselves up about having to do everything, right? So even if you just do one tiny piece, like say for a couple of days, you write down your three wins and you see how that helped you. Tell me, I want to hear all about it. Okay, so I hope you found this episode helpful. More is coming at Educate and Rejuvenate 2022. We will be reviewing and kind of having a conversation about owning your wins and what we talked about in today's episode. Um, Rather than me just talking to you, we'll be able to like interact with each other, which is always so amazing. I love when I get to interact with our community members. And then we'll be diving even deeper on setting meaningful goals and achieving them both in teaching and in your personal life. And it's perfect for New Year's, but not just setting resolutions that get forgotten, but actually doing them and setting ones that we actually want to do. Like you don't need to set a goal just because you feel like you should, right? We want to come from this really intentional place. So we're going to talk about that. And also talking about setting goals on a regular basis, because I think I mentioned this earlier in the episode, but I don't think you need to wait until a new year to set a goal. I think it's something that we can be doing a lot more often. And we'll talk about that too. And as always, I hope you know that I always try to give you so much here on the podcast, but there's only so much I can do here on a podcast where I'm recording this and you're listening. We can go so much deeper when we get together on Zoom and we can ask questions, we can chat with each other and others can share their wisdom too, right? Because I'm not the, I'm not like the master of everything. Everybody has a value to add. And then you can get coached on your own life or watching others and applying it to their lives. It's truly magical when we come together and there's going to be so many inspirational sessions. And in case you didn't hear, we also have a new comedy keynote happening at this event too. So if you heard before me mentioning Brie Richardson, I just want to be clear that she's not able to come back and we're totally going to miss her. She's amazing, but we got another amazing new keynote comedy keynote. And I'm so, so excited for this new collaboration. And we're going to have Gaspar Randazzo, come. He's at standup Randazzo on Instagram. He is so funny. Okay. (laughs) Like you guys will laugh so hard. I'm going to link to his Instagram in the comments so you can check him out and be sure to listen to my episode with him. Okay. So that's about that podcast about our new comedy keynote, but there's even more at the event. You'll get to join us for the coaching. So many more things to help you get momentum in 2023. Like Chrissy will be talking about how understanding the brain helps us with classroom management. I feel like management is something that a lot of times we want to kind of rewire in the new year after the break. So this is going to help you with that, with some ways you may have never thought about before. And Carol is going to be talking about making data tracking less scary in 2023. She's on Team Wife Teacher Mommy. She's an expert on this topic from doing it in special education. You're going to learn so much from her. 
So if you want to get the most out of the experience, I really highly recommend coming. So I would love to have you there. I really hope to see you there. You can learn more in the show notes or simply go into any browser and type in educateandrejuvenate.com. And if the event has already happened, replays will be available in the members area. So if you join us anytime in the club, you'll get it. And we're also planning on doing our big summer one in 2023. And we'll always be continuing to do events like this. And they will only continue to get bigger and better. But I'd love to have you along for the ride starting now. And if you're in the club, opportunities will be coming in January to have one-on-one coaching sessions with me. So stay tuned for the info. But no matter what, I plan on bringing my A-game here from now and forever here on this podcast with so much information that you don't need to do anything for it. Just sit here, sit back and listen. And I'm just getting started with the podcast and sharing all this helpful info with you. So if you found this episode helpful, if you're like, I got something out of this episode, I'm going to try the three wins. I'm going to look at the gap, not the gap. (laughs) I'm going to look at the gain rather than the gap in my own life. If any of these concepts remain true for you, I would love for you to do one of two things for me or both. The first one is to leave a review on the podcast. This really helps podcasters and bonus. If you write a review and you send that screenshot to hello at wifeteachermommy.com or you DM it to us at wifeteachermommy, you will be entered to win four 45 minute one-on-one coaching sessions with me, a completely custom stainless steel tumbler with your name and whatever quote you would like on it. And three months of Wife Teacher Mommy Club. So if you're not a member, you'll get a code for three months. If you are, we'll apply it to your current membership. And then the second thing you could do if you found this episode helpful is to share it with a friend or two or three in a text on social media. I feel like these concepts of how to own your wins and setting goals and living in the gain instead of the gap are things that teachers everywhere just need to know. And it really helps me get this message out to more teachers, which is just what I love to do more than anything. So I hope you have a very Merry Christmas if you celebrate and we will talk next week. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're ready to take the next step with me, then you are going to love Wife Teacher Mommy Club. Our top selling resources for pre-K through sixth grades have been used and loved by tens of thousands of teachers. And the club gives you one-click access to all of them to meet the needs of every child you teach while saving tons of time. Plus, you'll have our certified life coach in your back pocket with several monthly workshops and an Ask a Coach portal you can use 24-7. The combo of resources and coaching is our secret sauce to your best teacher life. Think of my team and I as your personal team doing the lesson planning for you and on the sidelines, coaching you and cheering you on as you focus on what you do best, impacting the children you teach. Plus, if you're loving this podcast, you'll also have access to our private podcast, Just for Members, where I continue the conversation with all of our guests with members-only bonus episodes. And don't forget the club VIP access to Educate and Rejuvenate, our summer conference, and our private Facebook community full of like-minded educators supporting each other. You do so much for everyone else, so it's time to invest in yourself. Your teacher friends' jaws will drop when they see just how quickly you finish your planning, not to mention the glow of the happier, more fulfilled you. Head on over to wifeteachermommyclub.com to learn more.